Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows Podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. Super excited. We've been talking about finances for the past several weeks. And last week, I actually hit on your relationship with money. What does that look like? The mindset that it looks like for you to be able to achieve everything you want to achieve when it comes to your financial goals. And today, I want to talk to you about generosity. Uh, Generosity is, I think, one thing that is easy to spot or recognize when you get around someone. I often use the term life-giving. You know, when you get around those type of people and every time you have an interaction with them and you leave that interaction, you feel better about yourself. You feel like you can do more. You feel like there's really no goal um, that you have that God's put in your heart that is impossible. Like you literally feel like you could run through a wall. And a lot of times those people, one of the, one of the, most common traits of those types of individuals that are life-giving is they're generous. And I want to walk you through some truths today about generosity. How do you grow in your generosity? And I want to start first, the definition of generosity. I looked up, did a lot of research. I got ready to do this inside of our GSD community um, a couple of weeks ago on Wednesday night. And the definition of generosity that we got, that we landed on, because there's obviously some several different options. But it's this, generosity is giving good things to others freely and abundantly. Generosity is giving good things to others freely and abundantly. And some of the most amazing moments in my life have come off of generosity. They've come in moments where God's given me the opportunity to be generous. And one of those moments was a couple years ago, I just started my health journey. A lot of you guys know I'm down around 80 pounds now. And I just started my health journey about two and a half, three years ago. And I was in a Waffle House. It was like 11. You're like, health journey in Waffle House, Ken. That does not go together. I promise you it does. I just started my health journey. I was on keto. And uh, we had just got through playing basketball with all my guys back home. And went to Waffle House by myself. It's late. It's about 11, 11.30 at night. So I had some scrambled eggs and bacon, and uh, which is straight up keto, right? And uh I'm sitting there eating my dinner. I'm in the Waffle House. I'm all by myself. There's nobody else there. About halfway through my meal, this guy comes in and drops these three young boys off with what I assumed was his wife and their and their their mother. And uh, finish up my meal. I go and I pay for it. And I, I always leave them a good tip on my credit card or my debit card. And got done with that. And I just asked her a question. I said, was that your husband that just dropped your boys off? And she goes, no, she goes, my husband died last month and all he left me was my three sons. And I sit there and I just, it was just one of those opportunities. God spoke to me and God said, give her what you have in your pocket. And, uh, I pulled out my wallet and I had $240. They were all twenties. 
and 240 bucks. And I laid it on the counter and I said, as I fan kind of fanned the money out so she could see how much it was. I said, God sent me here tonight to let you know that he loves you and he has not forgotten about you. And he wanted me to give you this just so, just so you would understand how much he does love you. And I know it's been a tough month on you, but God sent me here tonight just to encourage you and let you know it's going to be okay. And immediately this, the Waffle House server just begins to weep. And she said, can I hug you? And I said, yeah, if you'll let me pray for you. So she gathered her three sons that were in all different locations throughout this Waffle House. She got them all together and she picked up the money and she said, look what God's done for us tonight. God's not forgotten us. And I got her and her three boys together. And it was a, one of them was elementary school, middle school, and an upcoming senior who actually, or upcoming freshman who's actually going to the high school I graduated at. And she got them together and I got to pray for them. Then I left that night. And you know, I tell people all the time when it comes to generosity, and again, the generosity, the definition of generosity is giving good things to others freely and abundantly. It's not expecting anything in return. And I've said this a lot about generosity, about even some of the some of the missions trips and mission work I've done in Colombia, in Guatemala, in Haiti. You know, anytime you anytime you go on a missions trip, you think you're going to help the people that um, live in the country or the city that you're going to do missions work. But the reality of it is, it always does more um, impact on your heart than even it, it does on them because of because of the generosity. And I'm telling you, how fulfilled do you think I was that night when I left that Waffle House at 1130 that night? How fulfilled do you think I was knowing that God was able to use me and that generosity was able to impact that family? I haven't seen them since. I have no idea what God did. But I just know in that moment, it was God's way of saying to them, I got you. So generosity, I want to share four truths about generosity with you on this podcast this morning. Um Four truths that I really believe that when you practice generosity and you're like, Ken, I'm not very generous. We're going to get that to you. I'm going to help you grow your generosity today. But four truths about generosity. Number one, generosity destroys comparison. Generosity destroys comparison. We live in a culture today, especially on the Instagram and all the social media and all the stuff where everyone wants to compare what they have and what they're doing against everyone else. It's just part of it. But can I just say to you this morning, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, can I just say to you this morning that when you practice and you live a generous life, when you practice generosity, you stop comparing what you have with in comparison to what everyone else has. You don't look at your car, your home, your watch, your bank account. You just stop looking at things like that because generosity destroys comparison. And Comparison does two things. There's a flip side of the, of the coin with comparison, and both of them are deadly. Both of them are traps, is what I've said for years. Number one, when you compare yourself to other people who are further ahead of you, the trap can be that I can never be like so and so. You know, I can never do as much, or I can never have as much as so and so. That's that's the that's trap number one. The flip side of the coin is when you compare yourself to people who aren't as further or who aren't as far ahead as you are. And then the trap on that is, is you start to believe that you're something that you're really not yet. You start to believe that, oh, I'm better than this individual, so I've got it made. And the reality of it is, and uh, you know, I've heard Dave Ramsey say this for years, the only person that you need to compare with is the person you brush your teeth with in the mirror every morning. Because really, that's where comparison starts and ends. It's with me. But guys, if, if, you, if you struggle, 
if you struggle with comparing yourself, your life, your business, your net worth, your friends, your circle, your whatever, fill in the blank. If you struggle with comparing yourself to other people, generosity will destroy that comparison. I promise. Because when you're generous, it's not about you. you. You stop focusing on yourself. You start focusing on the other people. Number two, generosity demagnifies your own problems. Generosity demagnifies your own problems. Like literally when you're generous, when you look when you look at your life, sometimes it can be overwhelming. And I know some of you guys have probably got some unbelievable odds stacked against you. Even this weekend, I was speaking at Connecticut at an event. And there was a friend of mine there and she actually had her two, she's got 11-year-old twins. She actually had her 11-year-old twins with her. She walked by me halfway through the day on Saturday and I just stopped her. And I said, you know what? I said, God wanted me to remind you that you're an amazing mom. And I know being a single mom is ridiculously hard. I grew up in a single parent home. I know that's hard. But I just want to remind you that God thinks you're amazing and that you're doing an amazing, amazing job raising your two kids. And guys, listen, generosity will demagnify your own problem. When you stop focusing on the stuff that you have to do and you walk and live in generosity and you're giving good things to others freely and abundantly, the moment you look back at your life and at your problem, you'll see they're not as large as you thought they were. So generosity not only destroys comparison, but it also demagnifies your problems. It makes your problems really appear as, as what they are. It really makes your, it really, you see your problems um, for, what, for what they're really worth. And they're really not that big when you start comparing what your problems look like to everyone else. When you, when you start living in generosity, um, it will demagnify your problem. The third thing is, is generosity is a magnet. Everyone wants to be around that person who is generous. One of the things people ask me all the time, and I just talked about it this weekend in Connecticut during my talk at this, uh, this A to B conference that my good friends Brandon and Dylan did, was, Ken, how do you have such amazing friends? And I, I do. I have some of the most amazing friends on the planet. It's crazy the level of people that I get to spend time with. And you want to know the number one, the number one way I, I get to spend time or the number one reason I get to spend time with some of the people I do? It's because I'm generous. Is because I give good things to others freely and abundantly. I don't expect anything in return. And that goes back to the talk I give almost everywhere I go. Great leaders want something for people, not from people. Because when you get around someone who wants something for you, not from you, and you know they live in generosity, you listen, you want to be around the, that, that person. You want to be around that type of individual. So generosity is a magnet. If you want to attract champions in your life. And our tagline for our GSD Elite Mastermind is we gather champions. And boy, oh boy, do we gather champions. We've got some of the most amazing human beings on the planet that are connected inside of our mastermind. We've got not only are they uber successful entrepreneurs, but they love God, they love their family, and they are crushing it when it comes to being amazing human beings. So generosity destroys comparison. Generosity demagnifies your own problems. It is a magnet. When you live a generous life and you give good things to others freely and abundantly, you will attract a caliber and level of people in your life that you've never attracted before. And the fourth thing is this, because some of you guys, I know, I know that some of us, we get hung up on, Ken, I don't have money. 
I don't have a lot of money to be able to give. I don't have $240 to be able to give. Here's the fourth truth about generosity. You can be generous without money. You can be generous without money. You don't have to have money to be generous. You do not have to have money to be generous. You can be generous with your time. You can be generous with your talent. You can be generous, obviously, with your treasure if you if you have a lot of treasure. And listen, you don't have to have a ton to be generous. I mean, it's one of the other stories I, I, I shared a couple of weeks ago when, I, when we walked through this content on our GSD weekly um, coaching call. We do two calls a week inside of our GSD community. Every Monday morning, 8 a.m., every Wednesday night, 8 p.m., we theme every month. This month, is it, we're, it's geared around finances. Um, and I shared this story about going to Waffle House one day and I went through Waffle House in the morning and I bought the car behind me breakfast and, you know, I pull up the window. This is back home in Atlanta and I know everybody there and they're like, Hey, what's up, Pastor Ken? I'm like, man, just hanging out. Listen, I want to get this car behind me. I said, just ring it up on my, on my credit card. They said, great. So I, I bought the car behind me breakfast. A couple, two or three days later, I go back in and I see the owner operator and one of his managers in there. And they're like, Ken, you're never going to believe what happened when you left the other day. 17 cars in a row behind you bought breakfast for the car behind them. All we've talked about for the last two or three days was how, you, that was how your generosity sparked a, a literally chain of generosity. 17 cars in a row. It lasted, it lasted for about 25 to 30 minutes, just one car right after another. And I asked him, I said, what happened on the last car? They said, well, the, the last car that, that stopped, they had come in for an office to buy. It was like a hundred, hundred bucks. And they were like, no, I'm not good for the hundred. I'm good for the seven to 10 bucks, but not the hundred. Um, but I'll never forget the look on his face. when he said, Kim, man, you sparked just a, literally an outbreak of generosity. And guys, listen, you can be generous without a lot of money. I mean, six bucks, buy someone a Starbucks cup of coffee, whatever that looks like. One of the most, I think, positive, (coughs) excuse me, one of the most positive things I've ever done on my social media, and I've done it several times, is I'll take and buy, I'll take and fill my Starbucks card up with a hundred bucks and I put it on my, I'll put it on my Instagram story and I'm like, Hey guys, go grab a cup of coffee on me. Just want to let you know I'm grateful and I appreciate you. So guys, and it doesn't take a ton of money. It doesn't take a lot of money. So you can be generous without money. Those four truths about generosity. How do I grow in my generosity? This is huge. You have to be intentional with your generosity. You have to be intentional. You have to practice generosity. You've got to be able to practice generosity. So here's some ways you can do that. Number one, you got to put it on your calendar. Put it on your calendar. Like say today, I'm going to do two things or three things. I'm three random acts of kindness. I'm going to do for other people today. What does that look like? Number two, set aside some money, set aside some money. If it's five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks a week, hundred dollars a month, whatever, whatever you can, whatever you can do, set aside some money to be generous. The third thing is you've got to be aware of the opportunities. You've got to be aware of of the opportunities. Be sensitive because here's the deal. When you're intentional and you practice generosity and you put it on your calendar and you start setting aside a certain amount of money every week to be generous, you become aware of the opportunities. One story I don't think I've shared in a while was I was at Waffle House. This was 25 years ago. I know, right? Generosity, God moving. It always happens in a Waffle House. If you live in the South, you get it. And uh, I was I had just come off of a 40-day 
Daniel fast, which is no meats, no breads, no sweets for 40 days. I'm at camp. This is back when I was youth pastor. I had several hundred kids in my youth ministry. I took about 100 kids to a, to a summer camp. And my fast ended that Monday night at midnight. And so I took about four or five of my guys to Waffle House to grab some food. <clears throat> I had a double cheeseburger. I would say this. Never break a 40-day no meat, sweets, or, or uh, bread fast with a double cheeseburger from Waffle House. Not a good idea. But we went in there, and this was about two months after um, my wife and I at the time had lost twin sons, six and a half months pregnant, and we lost twin sons. And, you know, we've got four daughters, uh, 27, 24, uh, almost 24, um, almost 20, and almost 15. And this was between our first and second daughter, and we had just lost twin sons. And the server that waited on me, um, that waited on my table, hand my check. It was like $9, and I had a $100 bill in my pocket. And God said, give her the, give her the whole thing. And uh, I handed her the hundred dollar bill. She goes, I'll get you changed. I said, no. I said, God told me to give it, give you the whole thing. It was like a $91 tip at Waffle House. And she stood there and she started to cry. And you could just sense, you could sense God was doing something really cool. And I'm sitting here now with three or four of my top teenager students. They're all in their, they're all in their early forties now, late thirties, but we're sitting there and she just starts crying and she goes, sir, she goes three months ago. I lost my, I lost my child. She had like a three or four year old child that died. She goes, my electric bill is, my electric is going to be cut off tomorrow if I don't have enough money to pay my electric bill. And I was just in the back before you guys walked in and I was praying, God, I've got to have a hundred dollars in tips tonight to be able to pay my electric bill tomorrow. And then God sends you guys in. He speaks to me. My generosity answers her prayer. And makes a difference. And then not only that, but I was able to share with her walking about what I just walked through the couple months before about losing my, my sons. And we were able to pray for um, my the young guys I had that were leaders in my youth ministry at the time. They led her to Christ. It was just a phenomenal, phenomenal story. Phenomenal, phenomenal moment. And it all started with generosity. It all started with giving good things to others freely and abundantly. So what are the results of generosity? How do you think I felt that night? Felt like a million bucks. So here's four things you get when you practice generosity. This is why it impacts you more than really than it does other people. Number one, it gives you peace. Gives you peace, man. There's nothing like peace. There's nothing like sitting in a still spot. Like even right now, just sensing the peace from me sharing that story from 24, 25 years ago. Fulfillment. I've, I've say this often, like you, you can't add another comma or another zero to your bank account and have fulfillment. Fulfillment has nothing to do with what you have has everything to do with what you give and how you live fulfillment. Let me say that again. Fulfillment has nothing to do with what you have. It has everything to do with what you give and how you live. The third thing it gives you and third result from generosity is joy. Joy is internal. Joy is, is something that happens on the inside of you. It's the opposite of happiness because what a lot of us don't understand is we talk about being happy, but the word happenstance comes from happy comes from happenstance, which is rooted in the word circumstance, which means if my circumstances and external things in my life are going good, that I'm going to be happy. 
Joy is completely different. Joy is something that's birthed on the inside of you. And regardless of what your circumstances are, you have your countenance is alive. Like your joy is alive. People want to be around you. And the fourth thing is contentment is contentment. So the result of being generous are peace, fulfillment, joy, and contentment. Like you're content, not just content with what you have, because obviously we, we set goals. This is what we do. Like we write our goals down twice a day. We're going, we're doing affirmations. We're, we're, we're striving to be the best version of ourselves and do amazing, amazing things when it comes to being entrepreneurs in our business. We, we want to excel when it comes to generating revenue and creating finances. But the results of generosity are peace, fulfillment, joy, and contentment. Like you're okay with what you have. You're okay with what you have. Not that you don't want more. Not that you can't buy something else or do something else. But when you get my age at 54 years old, you realize really quick, it's not a new car. It's not a watch. It's not a house. It's not a jet. It's not, it's not, none of those things give you fulfillment that lasts or contentment that lasts any length of time. So generosity, guys, is giving good things to others freely and abundantly. And I just want to encourage you this week, be intentional, practice generosity, put it on your calendar, set aside some money, and be aware of the opportunities. Guys, I hope this has added value today um, on our As a Leader Grows podcast as we talk about being generous. Listen, I would love to give you the opportunity to connect with us inside of our GSD community for free for 10 days. That's two coaching calls we do a week, three online courses on mindset, strategy, leadership development, and one of those most phenomenal Facebook communities on the planet when it comes to entrepreneurs, about 240 amazing entrepreneurs around the country. You can go to growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge, growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. Get connected with us for 10 days, 10 days, absolutely free. I promise you, if this podcast has added value, these 10 days have the potential to help you go to the next level. And as always, if you've loved this podcast, do me a favor, hit subscribe. If you're listening to this on your iPhones or your Android, snap a screenshot. If you're listening to it on your Android, go buy an iPhone, then snap it on, snap a screenshot, share it on Instagram, tag me in it. I'd love to tag that and give you some love with my audience. Guys, until next time, we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.